Hello friends, welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z Rewatch podcast. I'm your host Tyler, and joining me for the discourse on this episode is Dave. Hello. Aaron. Hey. And Jason. Hey! <laughs> and it's movie night again. Movie night. Yeah, it movie is. Movie night. Ha- I brought some special artisanal popcorn. We got <laughs> white cheddar chili. And mm. You know what other, we know what else it is? What's that? It's Disturbed Night again. (laughs) (laughs) It's Disturbed Night at the Warehouse Rave Club next door. (laughs) Yeah. The the next door to where they filmed this movie. (laughs) Even more delicious than last time. They have a shop. That's where you buy those gas masks that have fun symbols on them. (laughs) Yeah. And like get get all your cyber goth stuff. It's just the Disturbed Guy's face on the bandana. They made a bunch of these films, so we've decided to continue to watch them together. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, this one has been removed from Funimation's streaming service, so we had to come about it via different means. Mm-hmm. We, had to, we had to get it from Mr. Satan. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had to ask. Mm-hmm. It's really embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Mr. And Satan has a very specific taste in music. Mr. Satan <laughs> provided us with the version of the film that originally came out on DVD in the United States, which had a... Uh, let's call it a different sounding soundtrack. <laughs> from... when, when, did, when did this come out? Uh, want... two thousand eight, I think. Yeah, I want to say oh eight. It is a very wow. two thousand eight soundtrack. <laughs> I swear to God, for a second, I thought Breaking Benjamin was going to start playing at one point. Listen, watching this and then preparing for my game oh. of Monster Hearts, there was not a lot of a big shift. <laughs> in musical mindset that was required between I, this and the 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 soundtrack that my players made. Quick correction, <laughs> folks at home. Not 2008. Think back. 2002. Oh, yeah. I thought it had to be because this is like original first album Disturbed. Mm-hmm. This All of the fight scenes here are basically like the Linkin Park AMVs that you made when you were 12. <laughs> yeah, but, it, but it, it feels exactly like an AMV, but they're all good AMVs. They are good. Like the real yeah. good ones. With perfect, like they're professional AMVs. Perfect but, editing and perfect... Uh, <laughs> not, not, made, this, not made in Windows Movie Maker. No, not these mm-hmm. fight scenes. No. You're, you're half expected just like bits from Meteora to come in while Vegeta's getting brutalized somewhere. <laughs> these felt a lot more like what I thought Dragon Ball Z was from being exposed to probably clips like these. <laughs> from these movies. That's because this is what they wanted Dragon Ball Z to be. Actually, like, that reminds like me. In the United States. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, like as a, a product for broadcast in the West. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. stand by. It's, this it's, is how it was pitched. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's still pretty uh, good. Tyler, do you remember that Newgrounds Flash 
that was like set to Go corn. On. And I think it was called like Brutality or something. And it was like <laughs> DBZ fan fiction, but with like butt rock happening and a lot of like brutal, like Mortal Kombat y kills happening. I don't remember that specific instance, but that does sound like a lot of what I <laughs> watched on Newgrounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically That's... why Newgrounds existed. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's for, you know, the edgy suburb kids to, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, shoot a bazooka at their favorite Pokemon. <laughs> uh... That takes me back. <laughs> wow. That's a very specific mood. I forgot that I ever had. A very specific tone of your voice there. <laughs> and, that, and, and what I'm saying is that's what this is. Mm-hmm. This yeah, stuff. It's great. It's great. Uh, so tonight our feature film is uh, Dragon Ball Z Movie 5, Cooler's Revenge, which is the first film to feature a character named Cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it makes it made more sense in context once, yeah. once we got into seeing but it, the movie. But it's still but funny. Not knowing it ahead funny. of time, it is a very funny title. I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, do you guys want to know? Accidentally watched the second cooler movie. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That's not the revenge. That's the return, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, is that uh, true? Is that real? Yes, yes. That is what it's called. Oh my god! <laughs> return, revenge. Don't get it twisted. No. Do you guys want to hear the Japanese title? Please. Man. Please. It's got nothing to do with anything. Dragon right. the Japanese title roughly translates to Dragon Ball Z, the incredible strongest versus strongest. <laughs> that's that's it. That, was all right. that was the title of the, the other one, I thought. No, that's the world's strongest guys. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Oh, you're right, I'm sorry. Let's not forget that that I... like in America all the movies are named after the bad guy that shows up. And in Japan, it's just like, something bad, something happens. It's like, <laughs> Lord Slug was Son Goku the Super Saiyan. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sorry, I apologize to you, I apologize to the listeners. <laughs> the folks at home. Yeah. That's interesting that the focus in the Japanese titles is on the good guys, and in America, it's the bad guys. Mm-hmm. There's The yeah, monster of the week. There's something to be said about this, probably. It reminds me of, like, Kamen Rider movies, where, like... Mm-hmm. Common Rider movies in like the mid like 2010s and beyond just get like longer and more and, and more elaborate where like I think one of them was just like Common Rider Common Rider Common Rider movie Mega Max forever <laughs> like not even and it's like a crossover movie between three different writer seasons yeah. and also hinting at this new one it's like mm-hmm. oh this is where drive first shows up yeah and then on the other end you have the gaia memories of fate which that's my favorite common rider movie and i have no idea what the fuck the title means <laughs> it doesn't mean anything it, it means this movie whips yeah it, that's correct because <laughs> it's, it's a really good <laughs> it's it's literally metal gear solid in a common rider show it's amazing not even kidding okay so anyway, we're getting we're getting yes. off track that's a different um, podcast could... that we'll be doing soon would you guys like to discuss hit anime film Cooler's Revenge? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, yeah I would. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, would. We have a we have a very special introduction this time. It's Waves and Butt Rock. <laughs> oh, boy, do we! <laughs> and we get to see Bardock get blown up again. Yeah, this was a surprise to me. Never get tired of seeing that guy get blown up. Did nope. we? Did he have this line? last time we saw him. Which one? This is for all the people we killed in your name. 
I don't remember. Which is don't remember one of that. the most hardcore <laughs> things I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> and also, like, really sad and horrible and tragic. Yeah. In a way that yeah. really does it for me. While this <clears throat> fucking music is playing. Yeah. Bow, bow. <laughs> this film it's does just... a good job of engaging in tragedy, I think. Yes. Yeah, soaked yeah. with the tragedy of remorse over endless violence. <laughs> while while continuing to engage in said violence. Exactly. Yeah. Just, while yeah. doing nothing to actually... Just, uh... just, just <laughs> marinating in pathos. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Mm. Well, Marin doesn't show up until later, I think, in the timeline. <laughs> Where uh, does but... this fall on the timeline? Quick question. Uh, it doesn't. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's after Frieza, like, that's it, uh -huh. right? That, yeah, that's really the only jumping off point. It's, really it's, it's after Frieza in a universe where Goku actually came home, instead of just doing his space adventure. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. By himself. Oh, yeah, What's up even, with that? I didn't even actually make that connection. So uh -huh. this is a much so this is a much worse timeline in every way is what you're saying, <laughs> or better? Who could say? Uh, no, I'm maybe this say. is Trunks' timeline. Uh, oh, whoa! Good point. Isn't that bad too? It's very bad. Yeah, yeah. So it's just terrible. No matter what happens, this is a doomed timeline. <laughs> could be. All right. Important to note, though. This time, we get to see these events from somebody else's perspective. Yeah, who were there the whole time, it turns out. Somebody's watching all this happen on the pay-per-view. <laughs> and one of them is conspicuously space French. <laughs> these, <laughs> these accents, these voices are incredible. <laughs> these outfits are incredible. I've named the characters after their outfits. Mm -hmm. We've got Rash Guard, Boy Shorts, and Bikini. <laughs> You, those could be Dragon Ball names. Like, <laughs> could. We, we cannot count that out. We haven't gotten to Super yet. Well, <laughs> I, well, I mean, surely there has to be somebody in, in Bulma's family tree named Boy Shorts. <laughs> there has to be. Yeah. Cousin Boy Shorts has been taking a year off for the past decade. <laughs> I had a drink in my hand. <laughs> that was your first It you almost went your, everywhere. Your deck built. <laughs> oh my god uh, so these three noticed that little baby Goku's pod is uh, getting away from the explosion and headed to earth and they plan to intercept it however they are told to stand down by their leader who, who has Who's a hover chair leader? just like Frieza's who has yeah. a hover chair very much like Frieza's he's got a and, Koopa clown car <laughs> yeah uh, from his Koopa clown car, he says that Frieza is in charge of this quadrant and should be left to clean up his own messes. Why are you zooming in, bud? Why are you here? <laughs> if this Who isn't your you? responsibility, what's happening? Uh, and then he utters the most famous last words of Dragon World, which is, it's just a Saiyan child. He's no threat to us. <laughs> a universal constant that is said Oops. by many people throughout history. His fate that day was sealed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, from that moment, he was doomed. This leader, musing to himself, uh, reveals that he is Frieza's brother and chastises his brother for his penchant for theatrics during the destruction. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take this seriously enough. It's just a job. Yeah, and I mean, got seven he, more planets says, to blow up. To yeah, <laughs> I like that. There's not even a pretension of capturing them to sell or whatever. No. It's like, no, I'm gonna destroy seven fucking planets today, <laughs> <laughs> or Dad yeah. will be mad. Yeah, is he the older brother or the younger brother? 
I have always assumed older, just See, by his. Uh, yeah, that's that's the vibe I get. Yeah, Frieza. Th- this does recontextualize Frieza as the like favorite baby child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels weird how much like power King Cold puts on Frieza like so early if he's the younger. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, well, it was... well, didn't didn't Matt tell us? And because I was thinking about this the whole time, didn't Matt tell us that Frieza is just like a prodigy? Is just like ridiculously unusually powerful? Oh, that that's probably it. And so he just, seems to be the case. He just comes up out of nowhere and gets all of Dad's attention because he's so rad. And Cooler is just like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> it's like a reverse Olga Helga kind of relationship where the younger <gasps> it is. It's exactly oh my God. it. Oh. Uh, I appreciate the efforts that this movie takes to actually make Cooler a different person than Frieza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it would be very easy to just, like, repeat the character, as Mm. they do a lot of the time, like (laughs) with Lord Slug. (laughs) Right. Uh, Years later, now, after they uh, leave the explosion of Vegeta behind and let Goku go, uh, Roshi is watching Goku do some training on his island, and Goku is parting the sea with some big old Kamehameha's. Yeah, I just he, love doing that. He's just he's just Moses now, I guess. <laughs> he's both Jesus, he's Superman, he's Jesus, and he's Moses. What can't this guy do? Uh, he's I mean, the great hero. Yeah, the great sage equal to heaven. <laughs> uh, Roshi is impressed that despite Goku's enormous leap in power, he has never seen him this relaxed and confident in his life, and that beating Frieza changed him. Yeah. Uh huh. Which is why he's here, doing the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. that he always does. Gohan is doing some arithmetic back at home, and Chi-Chi brings him some tea during his studies. Uh, but she notices Icarus in the window and prepares to shoo the dragon away. Get away but here, Goku cute beats her movie tie-in dragon. What's that? Get out of here, cute movie tie-in dragon. <laughs> Uh, also, yeah, this is a serious rap on Icarus, so... <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, wait, oh, for is, real this time, really? actually? Really? For, yeah, this is the last time we'll see Icarus. Oh, no. Icarus. Oh, R.I.P. Well, he... he Rip Icarus. He, 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 he... <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. And by nope, I mean that's... that's, that's pro- and by nope, I mean that's probably our title. <laughs> uh, Chi's a little surprised to hear Goku's sudden interest in his son's scholastic pursuits... Me too. This is amazing. And uh, she is very concerned that maybe, finally, after all of this fighting, Goku is fully concussed. This is that. This is that petty arcade where, <laughs> like, Gabe is like talking about like aesthetic anachronisms in uh-huh. Final Fantasy, and Tycho is just like, "Oh God, it's it must be an alien <laughs> doppelganger," and then he's getting the knife out of the kitchen drawer. <laughs> That's what <Exactly>. this is. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Chi-Chi also inexplicably names the dating sim that I'm going to be writing, which is uh, My Husband the Vegetable. <laughs> That's a memoir it title, like, isn't it? It? Sounds like, it sounds like a great soap opera. That is my DBZ uh, dating sim coming soon. All right. Ooh, I was excited when it was just going to be vegetables, but now that you've introduced the idea that they're just people with the names of vegetables, <laughs> yeah. that's even more exciting. Uh, Goku seems to be packing up for a trip for a few days, and he wants Gohan to finish up so that they can go camping with Krillin and Oolong. For some reason. 
Why Oolong? Yeah, why, why is, always Oolong? Why is Oolong here? Is Oolong like super popular with kids in Japan or something? What is in Oolong's contract that he wants <laughs> to appear in every feature film? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that sounds like him, frankly. Yamcha doesn't show up. <laughs> Tien doesn't. Not is it just like he gets into cute toyetic antics or something? Uh, you'll notice that Vegeta still conspicuously absent from the feature films. Oh yeah, you're right. He is, and he's he's <clears throat> on Earth right by now, isn't he? He's yeah, more he sh- on Earth than been. Goku's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait a fucking minute. <laughs> oh damn it! Man, why don't they take Bulma camping? She'd be so fun. Yeah, and she she's she's has every bit the you know the the credentials that Oolong does. If not dramatically more. <laughs> more? Yeah. She'd actually, like, get firewood. Oolong wouldn't get firewood. No. Oolong wouldn't invent a device that, on the spot, with a screwdriver that would make firewood irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Chi-Chi asks Goku the all-important question, what is more important, camping or homework? And of course Goku knows the answer. <gasps> everybody as, knows the answer. Would, everybody knows as, the answer. As would any parent. I'm not even going to say the answer because you already know it, listener at home. Mm-hmm. It's camping. It's it is camping. camping. Yeah. When when he's he's comes in like he surprises Chichi and she falls on the floor, and when uh-huh. he, and when he turns to look at her, she's like car- quickly reconfigured herself so that it, look, it looks like she's lounging there uh-huh. with, her head, with, with her head on her with her head on her hand, and like it's a- just like wow, incredible recovery, <laughs> amazing <laughs> pivot from Chichi. Tom and Cherry ass. Yeah. And antics. Uh, meanwhile, on a distant, windy, desolate butt rock planet. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> I, I Cooler, put... Cooler is just sitting here, surrounded by his posse, on a he's, throne. He's... On a throne <laughs> that, that he erected, I assume. He's just he on a chair. Had made on a devastated <laughs> planet in a duck storm. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> what is he doing here? <laughs> Listen. Daddy Cold left all of the King Cold estate to Frieza. <laughs> Cooler had to build his own empire from the ground up. This is the first apartment planet he could afford. It's baby steps. It happens. So yeah. of course he erected a throne. Who doesn't erect a throne in their first baby <clears throat> apartment? It's a fixer-upper, Dave, but it's got a lot of heart. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Cooler hears about his brother's death at the hands of a Saiyan from one of his henchmen. I'm just going to name the henchman now because it <gasps> never fully comes Aaron, up. What do you good, mean? Good, Aaron, good. Aaron already did it. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the dub names then. Yes. <clears throat> I am ready with the with the jet, with the the language puns. Uh, the leader of Cooler's Armored Squadron is Salsa, mm-hmm. the Frenchman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's his prison uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the tall, green, brutish one is named Dore, and the other one, who is a naked mole rat, is, is named Naze. I was trying to figure Naze out how to describe favorite. him, and there you go, you got there. What do these names mean? I have to know. I, well, one of them is pretty straightforward. Well, here's we're, we're, about, to, we're about to zag on you. Originally, the 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 dub name they they named him Salsa for for Salsa, right? Yeah. But in Japan, his name is Sauza, S A W Z A or S A U Z A. So, Sauza is a weird way to say Thouser, and Thouser is like a nickname for a Thousand Island dressing. Uh huh. 
Dore. That took us short. several steps to get there. I'm, imp- oh. I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> Here it is. That's why they simplified it to salsa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, dore is short for saradore, which is just their way to say dressing. And naze is short for mayonnaise. Oh. So these are just things. These are just <laughs> things that you put on vegetables just to eat sauces them up. Sauces and toppings. Sauces Wait. and toppings to eat up all the vegetables. You put mayonnaise on vegetables? I don't, but I'm, a, I'm following this pattern <laughs> of logic. I mean, mayonnaise is an important component of ranch, so... Uh, oh, okay. That's, I'm going with that. Sure. I guess. Oh, also, salsa, by the way, is the same race as uh, Jace. Uh, he is the from accent planet. The accent planet. <laughs> You're right, of course. <laughs> There's a wiki article on it. It's Planet Cooler Number Ninety Eight, and it right. originally the original name for it is called <laughs> is called <laughs> is called Planet Branch. <laughs> what? Cooler Ninety Eight is an improvement somehow. <laughs> it's Bre- true. Branch. B-R-E-N-C-H I hate, I hate this <laughs> And supposedly the, the 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 pun name for that is French dressing Um Okay If sure. you say so I do the wit- well, uh, Gotta the have like, an ancient enmity with the Saiyans Yeah uh, Cooler claims to have no love for his spoiled idiot brother but plots a course for Earth all the same, planning to take revenge on whoever was dumb enough to attack his family. This this makes sense to me. It, it yeah, seems sure. like a really straight-laced, rules-following kind of guy. So I always like... saw it as like a, yeah, he's an idiot and I hate him, but he's my idiot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. More to, perhaps more to the point, he's my father's idiot. Mm-hmm. It really is wild that King Cold shows up for like 20 minutes. <laughs> and that is gone. Total. And that is gone from the series forever. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh, back on Earth, the Z Warriors are cooking up a killer-looking stew for their camp. It looks real yummy. And mm-hmm. Goku's doing some fishing. Naturally, Gohan finesses the hell out of some firewood. <laughs> he he gets such straight lines and makes them fall all perfectly. Yeah, it's that, nice and neat. That sure did happen. Like whoa. <laughs> uh, Goku gets himself a teensy giant fish but suddenly senses a threat nearby. Yeah, I like how that's one of the small ones. <laughs> yeah. It's good enough for sushi. These yeah. rivers don't Barely. seem big enough for these fish. <laughs> <laughs> where are they coming from? We know where they go. Trench of a river. Yeah, into, oh, I know. Into Goku's belly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's the... He's the like, that's the reality. If Goku, the, the times when Goku is gone from Earth, the long periods, must be eras of ecological collapse on dragon world because certain animals particularly fish just start reproducing out of control with the, with the primary predator removed <laughs> the, the apex predator the, the apex goku uh gohan also notices that something is wrong on account of the butt rock starting to play <laughs> oh no <laughs> why does it always start when they when the bad guys show up is this like a is this not a soundtrack, but, like, music that they emanate from their pores? I hope it's diegetic. <laughs> I believe yeah. it. Yeah. They are ambushed by Cooler's Armored Squadron, who mistake Gohan for the Saiyan that destroyed Frieza. And they eat Gohan. Gohan, which, by the way, has a tail now. 
He has a tail yep. for, yeah. for reason. They ambush mm -hmm. them and they eat Gohan's stew. <laughs> yeah, I, I at least Salsa appreciates the cooking. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it did look real good. Yeah, it's great to hear him over the butt rock, but I, I was hoping it was good. <laughs> <laughs> Goku arrives and they realize that he is the one that they're actually after. And he is attacked all at once by Cooler's Armored Squadron. These guys are some fucking Ginyu Force posers. Like, for real. These are the these are the guys who couldn't make the cut because their poses weren't good enough. So Ginyu kicked <laughs> them out, mm -hmm. and uh, and they just went and made their own squad. Uh, <laughs> you know, a, a pale, shameful imitation of the <laughs> true you, Ginyu Force. Their poses want, ain't shit. No. Do you want some fucked up lore, David? Uh, always. Mm. Who do you think I am? So on the wiki page for Salsa, which God bless this page. <laughs> so Salsa oh and Ginyu comprehensive. Salsa and Ginyu were competing to be on Cooler's armored squadron. What? What? Yeah. Ginyu lost. Ginyu lost. And well, also, no, that makes sense, actually. And uh, Salsa and Jace apparently have like a long-standing rivalry between who's the better fighter and who is better looking. And <laughs> supposedly, theoretically. Salsa apparently is one of the few people alive who has seen uh, Ginyu's original form. Damn. Whoa. So, oh no, this actually Where's makes this movie. This no, yeah, this makes this yeah. makes perfect sense because, of course, Cooler wouldn't be having any of the the of Ginyu's nonsense. Mm -hmm. No, he doesn't like the theatrics. No, so they went and Frieza they went off though. to Frieza and they found their true home. <laughs> Truly, good I'm God. Sorry, sorry, it's all right, man. We'll go work for my boyfriend. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Goku manages to trick Naze into kicking Dore by accident, and while they argue, he deflects a beam from Salsa directly at Naze's head. Oh no! And that's the end of Naze! His head is vaporized instantly. At first it appears that he has been beheaded, but he just has a retractable neck. Gross. Thank goodness for retractable heads, he says. <laughs> we were all thinking it. Does he... <laughs> Does it is it like comfortable in there? Like, does he curl up in his own into his own neck in the morning just because it's cozy? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to think about that. So. <laughs> like, I, I guess uh, you would hope like... that if if it's his biology, you would hope it's comfortable. Many right. species fetal position, just cozy <laughs> and warm. <laughs> does, does it smells all fold... like yourself? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> does it all fold in? Like is when he's in when he's curled up is he just a torso? Okay, he's just sucking his little <laughs> arms and legs. <laughs> yep. Oh. He just does a when he does a big morning stretch, he does a big morning stretch. <laughs> Odd. Uh, the fighting is interrupted when Cooler steps on the battlefield, and Goku immediately mistakes him for Frieza. Goku thinks that he's in a less interesting movie <laughs> <laughs> because he has no reason to think otherwise. But. It, that's impossible! Gohan floats by to help his dad out, but gets shot at by Cooler's eye beams, and Goku has to rush up to rescue his son and takes the hit to his back. He is he is he plummets out of the sky and flames like a fighter plane. <laughs> <laughs> Into the river below. Yep. It's cool to see damage signified in something other than like just scratches. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I is, like that he pops another shot off too, mid spiral. Yeah. Yep. It's like a different kind of beam. I feel like Cooler is a smarter 
Like, he he's not just using punch beams. He's using force <laughs> beams of energy well, that well, can we'll, catch things on fire and there's just some, kill some things. some very interesting beam usage in this movie. We'll get there to that is. later. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Armored Squadron thinks that Cooler has done the job, but Cooler knows that the Saiyans have just gone into hiding. Cooler, Cooler blasts the, uh, the river as Goku falls down, and there is this goddamn amazing image of like it th- pushes all the water out of the way and you can uh-huh. see the crater in the riverbed underneath and then the water all flows in to cover it again yeah it's it looks so good <laughs> so many cool, really cool so many cool images in this movie gohan hides his dad in a cave while the squadron begins to firebomb the forest it as is. they pat themselves on the back for their attention to detail. It's a, it's oh a beam scramble aimed at the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Which is amazing. I loved I loved how they animated this, too, because they were really putting their their shoulders into it. They were, like, really mm-hmm. given, like, the earth of the old brazzle-dazzle. Yeah. <laughs> they, but, they, but they have to be ordered to do this, because they don't, they don't think that anybody could survive after being hit by Cooler's death beam. <laughs> and I went and looked it up on dbmoves.wikia, and yep, that's what it's called. Of course it, it's what it's called. It's his death beam. Yeah, I know. I, I'm the stupid one for needing to look it up. That's, <laughs> the confirmation. Yeah, that's, the that's, my, that's my problem. Uh, Gohan and Goku get trapped in a cave-in, oh, and no. the forest becomes a blasted desert, much like the planet that we saw them on before. So, <laughs> so now we know how it came from. to be that yeah. way. Yeah. And Cooler is still not convinced that the Saiyans have died, and wants to make sure that they have with his own eyes. He's a good evil overlord. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love his sort of matter-of-fact workman attitude about it, too. Like, mm-hmm. listen, guys, I don't like these games any more than you do, but we gotta get this done. And we gotta do it the right way. <laughs> gotta make sure this execution's up to code. Mm-hmm. Krillin, Oolong, and Icarus find Goku and Gohan in the cave and gently begin to remove the rocks so as not to alert the enemy's scouters. Uh-huh. But Goku senses some trapped animals nearby. Don't help Goku get those animals. <laughs> Save that uh, rabbit. So Krillin delegates the rescue to Oolong and Icarus. I mean, it gets rid of Oolong. <laughs> I'm sure Krillin's <clears throat> happy about that. Uh, Oolong accidentally causes a rock slide while saving a bunny, and Krillin has no choice but to use a key blast to save the pig. Why is Oolong here? <laughs> like, what? Because it's a Dragon Ball movie. Yeah, but it's a He's good obligated. Dra- it's a good Dragon Ball movie, so his presence is even <laughs> more intrusive. <laughs> it bothers me even more. Uh, Naze picks up on this jump in power, but runs into a pterodactyl along the way and just assumes that that was what caused the spike. Pterodactyl MVP. <laughs> what What is a pterodactyl's power level? Like, why did he think this? The, the, the amount of a key blast, apparently. Oddly enough, MVP still stands for Most Valuable Pterodactyl. <laughs> um, that one's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Krillin and Oolong stay behind to watch after Goku, while Gohan rides on Icarus to go collect some Zenzu beans. And <laughs> I just love the shot of them in the cave, because Krillin and Oolong rest Goku on a bed of injured woodland critters. <laughs> He's like a Disney princess. Exactly. I literally <laughs> wrote that down. <laughs> just go, rest rest go, your tucker little head on the back of a sweet toe. Go to the <laughs> Disney princess, beloved of all living creatures. <laughs> I'm expecting to see him in a glass coffin. Yeah. That'd be dope, actually. 
Chi-Chi come in and punch him awake. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Only true love's punch. <laughs> Never mind, that's our title. <laughs> Gohan reaches Korin's tower and climbs the rest of the way to the top. Corrin's tower coming out of the out of the lens flare sunrise as a silhouette. It's very good. Gorgeous. Uh, at the top, Corrin begins to play some mind games with Gohan. <laughs> he finally interrogates the assumption that he will just <laughs> hand over these extremely powerful objects at all times. Thank he, goodness he, for Yajirobe. He refuses to give the boy any beans without first receiving a gift himself. Excuse me, Aaron. Yajirobe what? Use his proper title, please. <laughs> uh, Bean Boy, excuse me. No, no, no. Uh, not in this film. No, he's given he's given himself a promotion. <laughs> he oh, has. Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> I wiped it from my mind. <laughs> he's bean been promoted daddy, to Yajirobe. Bean Daddy. <laughs> I'm the Bean Daddy this time. <laughs> the Bean Daddy himself tosses a bag of beans to Gohan. So this is just. These two are just are just living boyfriends, right? They're just absolutely. Like, they're just, a we're, we're getting a very brief window into their tumultuous relationship, <laughs> into, the, into the domestics of it all. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is really like I always thought like the whole like subplot of like Yajirobe and Corrin being an item on Dragon Ball Z abridged was like a weird through line. I'm like, there's not a lot in the text to support that. And then I watched this and I went, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's we at least have this. As yeah. always, they know exactly what they're on about. Like many shippers, we take crumbs and make it into a feast. <laughs> yeah, but these aren't even crumbs. Like, this is just... This is a hunk of it's, bread. It's right yeah. there. <laughs> this is a slice of cake. It's a, it's a hot ham sandwich. It's a whole, it's a whole bag full of beans. Uh, Yajirobe steals one final bean from Corrin right before the cat can eat it, and he tosses that to Gohan, too. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and as Gohan flies away on Icarus, inexplicably, for one line of dialogue, Corrin has a different voice actor. What? Oh, I wasn't paying I attention. What happened? Uh, I don't remember the line now, but I will find it and include it in this. Oh, uh, God. And I, <laughs> you guys can listen back to it then. Why on earth do I let you live up here? There he goes. Nice kid, huh? Goku's lucky to have him. Uh, I guess it just had to be ADR'd afterwards, and they couldn't get the original voice to come back again? Wow. Huh. It's real weird. That's wild. Uh, Icarus is pretty tired from flying all night long, so Gohan feeds uh, the dragon a bean, this, and Icarus blasts this off. This is unauthorized bean usage. <laughs> can it dragons do- even eat beans? It does not say on the packaging that you can do this with beans. Uh, I don't see why not. I- well, I, I, it, I, it should say, you know, if the if Duck Briefs' FDA is, you know, has any foresight at all, it, it should say <laughs> it, it would do not feed to a dragon because it will increase its power level such that it can be detected by scouts. <laughs> because that's what happens. That's exactly what happens. And then the the special cooler, not Ginyu squad. Flies in out Cooler's of armored squadron. Yes, he's on the armored squadron. Flies in out of the sun dramatically, <laughs> the way Sun Tzu would have would have prescribed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They just the the level dramatic light sources in this movie. Going somewhere, monkey boy. <laughs> Bringing the it, butt rock in their wake. And then Icarus also goes down like a plane struck by a surface to air missile. Salsa shoots Icarus down, and the other goons keep Gohan at bay so he cannot save the dragon as it falls. Oh. Oh, uh, they, wait, is that they, the idea? Icarus just dies here? Is that uh, why we, he didn't show up again? 
we we do see Icarus again. Oh. I also assumed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. he does appear at the end again. Uh, okay, all right. Thank just, goodness. Yeah, just to say, like, don't worry, he's still alive. Yeah, I think that response, like, assumed a lot more attachment to Icarus than I actually have. Uh-huh. Like, I thought about it for a moment, I'm like, you know, this would not. It's whatever. <laughs> Care for Gohan's sake. That's true, that's fair. <laughs> What's the, um, what is the, the huge green guy's name again? Dore. Dore. Yeah, Dore grabs Gohan's head and says, I call it my can opener attack. It's just, it's not <laughs> I do tap. not want to see him it's open just, that can. It's, it's just, just it's, you're just squeezing, squeezing. Yeah, you're squeezing a guy's head. This is not an attack. It's <laughs> not how a can opener works. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work on any level. <laughs> <laughs> I can never get these cans to work. I'm so angry. Like all the cans <laughs> just explode in his hands. So, okay, this is part I wanted to bring up because he mm-hmm. grabs... Gohan's head and holds it out and we see Gohan's eyes kind of go wide and he goes limp. And I thought, like in many instances where a bad guy holds Gohan out to something and his eyes go wide, I assumed there was like some (laughs) kind of energy ball or something that that he saw a moon that would make him go bananas. Especially (laughs) considering he has his tail back in this movie. I'm like, they don't put his tail back on unless he's gonna turn into a big angry monkey. Mm-hmm. But he never does. He never does. Mm-mm. It's a red herring. Yeah, some sophisticated storytelling going on in, in yeah. Chekhov's tail, except mm-hmm. they didn't fire it. <laughs> no, they didn't. Mm-hmm. That takes that takes restraint. It does. <laughs> Master film filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Cinematic parallels. Yeah. Uh, Gohan is saved, of course, by Big Green Piccolo, my man. Yay! Mr. Piccolo! He performs an exquisite, you know, bullfighting Toro cape <laughs> trick uh, on on Dore, I think, with uh, uh-huh. with his cloak. Punches right through it. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he gets to style on some fools two movies in a row. Yeah. I was just I was just, just slurping oh up all this good Piccolo it's content. So good. <laughs> there are a lot of good fights in this movie, like actually mm-hmm. good fights. It was really fun to watch. That remind yeah. it, it reminds me of um, obviously there's not none of them are as long, but it reminds me of uh, of Piccolo versus uh, Android Seventeen, yeah. Where it like mm-hmm. they actually everybody actually feels like pretty evenly matched, and you get the sense that everyone involved is like skilled, given it <laughs> given it a go. I think they yeah. only use the like teleport blur shorthand thing like once in the whole movie it's it's... well yeah they have a movie budget this time yeah Yeah. i mean mean, a lot of the previous movies did not feel like they had a movie budget in that way so i i'm i'm impressed i'm impressed by this one and this is still not like feature length feature film movie no no it's like a 45 minute tv special but still yeah Yeah, there's some great some great piccolo moves he sends his his beams as, as guided missiles that chase the armored squadron a very long distance and uh-huh. blast them out mm-hmm. of the sky. Uh, then he gets shot down, and every rule of the Dragon Ball universe is upended in an instant, and no <laughs> one cares. Nope. This he corners Salza in the forest, and mm-hmm. then like like Templar assassin from Dota Two. He creates an edge weapon out of beams. <laughs> this is this is that not is, that is not allowed. No, he he can't do that. Only can... Vegito can do that. <laughs> and that's not for years still. Oh, wait, does that happen? Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. 
that's all right. Well, that makes sense. But this motherfucker was the first one to do it, and then yeah. it's never commented on, and then he just dies. He just gets blown <laughs> up. Oh wait, did we uh, get into the details of uh, of, uh, of of the fate of Naze? We should get into the details of the fate of all of the armored squashers. Yeah, because sure. all of it's pretty good. There's a lot going yeah. on. Like we said, he shoots a homing attack at Dore, and while fighting off the other two, he's still able to control it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's remarkable great. feat. Very well done, Piccolo. Yeah, my man. Blows that guy up. Yep. Uh, he gets encased in some purple lightning by Naze. I don't know what yeah. this was. Uh, <laughs> it's purple lightning? Yeah, it's All just, right. I guess it binds him in place, or at least it's supposed to. But he was just fooling. Yeah. Yeah. Pickle, <laughs> he was just pretending like it hurt. He was just... And he meant, like, when Naze runs up on him, and Piccolo's like, argh, argh, uh, and does a gotcha, like, he grabs Naze and transfers all the purple lightning to Naze, which fries him instantly. To a crisp. Ineffective on Namekians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it must be, like, a type advantage. Like, maybe he's got, like, uh, like, uh, non-affected by lightning, but, like, you know, times four against, like, dark and fairy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) More, 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 more Pokemon words that I assume mean something. Yep. <laughs> we have our forest chase with Salsa. He uses his stretchy arms a bit. Oh, Lots yeah, the stretchy arms. arms. The stretchy... <clears throat> Yo, I had to rewind and watch this, this shot, like, a few times. The frames on the stretchy mm-hmm. arm sequence are amazing. <laughs> it's very well animated. It's, a, it's so good. Piccolo is caught off guard, though, and shot at the back by Cooler's death beam. Not again. Not the death beam. Not the death. No one can survive that death beam. <laughs> uh, and he also mistakes Cooler for his dead brother. I, I have I have some trivia for us here. Uh-huh. More. Um, he, he, this is actually not the death beam. It is a variation of the death beam that he pulls Ooh. out just for Piccolo. It is Ooh. called the chaotic dead end. <laughs> what? According to dbmoves.wikia. He's got separate <laughs> death beams? If Piccolo was worth it, man. I don't object to this. No, but Jesus. This is, you know what, I'm going to keep this this page open. <laughs> Just in case. There's a lot going on here. We never know. Gohan makes it back to the cave with the bean bag, but before he can get a senzu bean to his dad, Salsa arrives and blows up the beans. The, the despair on every character's face <laughs> and as this happens. Krillin Our was... fucking cheat code! Yeah, Krillin was so upset. They can't it's... do that. Can they do that? <laughs> they did that. It's such a sad feeling when you're expecting to get to eat something tasty and then it's gone. <laughs> right in front of your eyes. It's the Luke. worst. In a rage, Krillin begins to attack Salza. And this gives Gohan enough time to remember his final gift from the Bean Daddy. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Yajirobe, the hero. <laughs> belt bean. The secret belt bean. You know, you, know uh, what I, Sol- you know what I realized about sensu beans and why they're so incredibly important? What's that? What? Uh, they are the only thing in the entire series that scales upward infinitely. <laughs> because the, the, the effect of a sensu bean is that it restores <laughs> your energy to full. Yeah, it does, it does, there's no number regardless on that. of how much of a deficit there is. Well, well, whatever, right, yeah. whatever your max energy is, it fully restores it, which is yeah. insane. All that, bra- that breaks so much economy. Like there's no yeah. high potions, <laughs> there's no elixirs, there's nope. no ethers. It's just one bean. It's just this is how we got to you know 1930s Germany again. 
one being to rule <laughs> we're, them we're all. Back to the beginning of the podcast. Econo- it's about economics, man. <laughs> <laughs> Salsa knocks out Krillin and Gohan and prepares to go take care of the sick and wounded. Uh, do but... you mean the sick and winded? <laughs> and winded. Winded. <laughs> uh, but Goku emerges from the cave seemingly unharmed. I guess the bean fixed his outfit too. Yeah, I think it's still scuffed up in the oh, back. He seems pretty. It, they, you might be right. Yeah, he seems pretty majestic and pristine when he walked out to me. But I guess the major damage mm-hmm. is in the back. They might be inconsistent about it. That is very possible. <laughs> that some shots just have it completely patched again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooler arrives with Piccolo's mangled body and asks Salsa how he should dispose of him. Uh, this time, Goku mistakes Cooler for Frieza aloud, <laughs> and we are finally formally introduced to Lord Cooler. The most illustrious fighter in the universe. God. <laughs> the armor squadron are actually just his hype men. Honestly. And this is so like, like the halfway point of yeah. Cooler's Revenge. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were waiting. And let's like also not like, let's not mince words here. Like, Cooler's base form, like, he looks like Freeze's final form with like parts like recolored. Look, we're going to talk about uh-huh. that. We're going to talk about forms we're gonna he's get a, he's into a palette swap. Mm-hmm. shortly we're gonna talk about that yeah but just <laughs> let the record show that like uh-huh. starting out cooler already had like the same sort of design as final frieza so i was assuming that the that the movie was kind of using that to, as a means to set the power scale right maybe uh so two important things happen here um as goku is coming out uh Salsa scouter explodes again um, which led me to think, is Scouters exploding off of people's faces, like, is this just the anime version of when, like, a system on a Star Trek ship takes too much damage, and whatever console <laughs> on the bridge controlled that system just fucking explodes? Just sparks everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the anime equivalent of that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you think Frieza and his family makes people sign waivers before they put these fucking things on their heads? <laughs> Zarba, Zarba was in charge of that. Yeah, there's of a course. there's a there's a queue outside Cooler Planet seventy six with just a, <laughs> a long list long line of henchmen with just a lot of like burnt ears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the other important thing that happens is it's Salsa, right? Who says like you know you you must now you will soon be at the at the mercy of Lord uh-huh. Cooler, and without missing a beat, Cooler says what mercy. <laughs> Which is an unironically awesome line. It's really very good. sinister. Mm-hmm. It yeah. whips. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's they practice uh, love it. Yeah, that's their that's their back and forth. Yeah, they mm-hmm. leave the poses to the game you force. These guys are all about the one liners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that maybe the most amazing thing that Goku has ever done occurs. What's that? Salsa punches him in the face. Uh huh. And he just completely ignores it. Like Salsa's <laughs> fist <laughs> is, is placed in his face. And he just keeps talking to someone else. Goku <laughs> is such a hero. It, it's what a power move. It's really good. And then really disturb. Right. And then disturb starts playing. Yeah, Goku simply just powers up and flexes Salsa into a mountain. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that that's an accurate description of uh, what happens. That's not a weird uh, flex. It's just the, a strong flex. Yeah. So the marquee fight of the movie begins and the butt rock returns in earnest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooler has a tail, so you know it's only a matter of time before he gets Solange Bowser, <laughs> which does happen. Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> and shortly into the fighting, Cooler reveals that he has found a new transformation beyond this final form that he and his brother share. Now, he says that this is the fourth transformed state. Mm-hmm. Frieza's final form was the fourth one. Well, no, no. It was the third one, right? Because the right Oh, the fourth transformed transform state. state. So yeah, after, yeah, you yeah. are correct. You are correct. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? This is No, you're I was thrown by that too. It took me a minute. Yeah, you are correct though. So does this mean that like he's just hanging out naturally in his final form? Like was puberty for him just the xenomorph form he just didn't come out of his po- out of his like pod chamber for like a week straight? Well, that's the weird thing about it to me is that Frieza seemed to imply that his previous forms were power dampeners. Huh. And that I, I just assumed that the last form was his natural state. I thought huh, I thought it was the opposite. Because... Specific, does... specifically, specifically what he said, if I remember correctly, is that he doesn't like to spend too much time in his advanced forms because they burn too much energy just being yeah. in them. Similar to, similar to Goku's transformations. Um, <clears throat> right. Which... I, I think that could be read either way, honestly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I will, I'm going to declare there is no canon on the subject. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Cooler begins to transform into another stage, and uh, he gets big, and it is unclear on if it is correctly or not. <laughs> it's a, it's uh, a gray he, big area. Th- th- thank you for that, Tyler. Uh, he does get more spiky. Mm-hmm. What I wrote down is uh, he transforms into Cooler, the king of Atlantis. <laughs> that's that's what this read as to me. I really like his weird mouth guard. Yes. Yo, it rips. <laughs> it's so. It, it's like when Beautiful Joe is about to start a boss fight and his fucking, like, whew, like his mouth guard just, like, zips in front of him. Yeah. To let you. I assume that Cooler's is organic. Yeah, that's yeah, just that's, built that's into That's what his... I was thinking about. Like, <laughs> that's just a part of his cheeks. This, this one really blurs the line between. Like, is this just part of their anatomy or not? I love it. Yeah. Like, that's it's, awesome for, to me. It's, I love cool, weird bio armor. Yes. Um, and I might, like, it's a really well-designed form, too. Like, I mean, that's, there's a reason that this version of him was the fighter that you play as in hit fighting game Dragon Ball Fighters and not, like, mm-hmm. the one that we've seen this whole movie. It strikes a good silhouette. It does. It feels very... Like, I don't know where this baddie was designed in the timeline of uh, uh, of Akira Toriyama's drawings, but, like, it feels very, like, imperfect cell. Mm-hmm. You know? It's got that crest. It's got the kind of, like, the vented sort of horizontal line, like, mouth guardy sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could both be kind of drawing for the same place, because I think... What was it? There was like the Chrono Trigger boss guy who's got the same design as Imperfect Cell, so maybe they're kind very of, similar. Maybe they're all kind of pulling from the same, you know, internal uh, illustrator symbology, which is it, it's a normal thing that happens. Mm. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one before, but Cooler getting bigger doesn't make him go slower, and in fact, it made him go faster. Yeah, so that's a problem because it made his power level go up. Hmm. He has a bigger number, so he's better at all things. Yep. Goku's Kaioken is not even enough to keep up with Cooler's new form. Oh, no. Not the Kaioken. His, That's the only his, trick in his book. His shirt gets blasted off, which denotes he has reached half health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, he's bloody. That's how you know he's a bloodied enemy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way that the soundtrack is used all throughout this is awesome. 
Like, <laughs> not just in the sound of the music being good, but, like, it's edited together great. Tracks just uh-huh. flow directly into the others. The, for the most part, the sound mix is very good. It's very rare that even though these are, like, full tracks to straight off an album with lyrics, they yeah. pretty rarely interfere with the dialogue the characters are saying. It does happen occasionally, but for the most part, yeah. it's very well done. And there are also two specific instances where the music just cuts instead of fading away. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I guess I guess we're done. <laughs> I guess that song's over. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yes, I agree. The, yeah, it no, is no, very well it's, constructed. Not, it's not perfect by right. any means. No. Uh, Goku fires a big old Kamehameha at Cooler, but he just swims through it. <laughs> you can't do that. He just goes he right up it. And he hops out of it, and then he punches Goku. But, I mean, of course it didn't work. He didn't say Kamehameha. That's true. It was not a legal Kamehameha. Like, come on, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't go on the record. We have rules. Yeah, we live in a society. (laughs) Uh, Goku gets kicked into a mountain, just encased into it. I assume the same mountain that Salsa now resides in. Yeah, he lives there now. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Cooler begins to monologue on how awesome and powerful he is. (laughs) Always happens. And then he flexes so hard that the earth falls apart. (laughs) (laughs) Because this is Dragon Ball. (laughs) And that's the thing that happens sometimes. Uh, So Goku falls out of this mountain, and he bumps his way down a couple times and then lands on the ground. And I bring this specific point up, not because it's terribly interesting in the context of Dragon Ball Z, but because I do have a very nostalgic story about this specific scene of this movie. Huh. When I first got the DVD. So I was watching this, and this scene came on, and my stepdad walked into the room, and uh, with no sarcasm, and just completely straight-faced, he watches Goku fall, and simply says, the fall would kill a normal man, and then leaves the room. (laughs) (laughs) So he delivered dialogue. That a Dragon Ball character would say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. I love that. Amazing. That's so good. So and so, yep, so and I still think about it to this day. <laughs> so so, Cooler uses some some important moves here. Uh, uh-huh. He um, you know he he punches his opponent in the stomach when in his final form, followed by a knee and a back punch, knocking the opponent to the ground. Then Cooler kicks the opponent in the stomach. This is called mm. the Death Chaser, and it's used against <laughs> Goku. And then he also uses an energy wave in his base form after he injures Goku with the Eye Laser when he was aiming for Gohan. Uh, this mm. is called the Death Flash, <laughs> I guess. That's, that's apparently true. Oh, I'm sensing a theme. Oh, and you know what the name of his final <laughs> ultimate transformation that goes beyond freezes is? What's what? That? It's called Transformation. Of course. <laughs> This segment brought to you by dbmoves.wikia. God. Thank you for your tireless work. <laughs> uh, so a bird comes up to die next to Goku. Oh, right, this, <laughs> this happens. <laughs> and not bird. breaking Benjamin starts playing. <laughs> Sad <laughs> 2002 guitar. I was unclear on if this was a flashback or if it was just reused animation, but <laughs> Gohan and Krillin collapse again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it's a flashback. But you're right, we, we can't know. Oh, I couldn't tell, because it was so sudden, and that was the only implication of reused animation. Mm-hmm. And then he sees Piccolo in a void. 
yeah. and thinks about how sad that is. And and then he's just looking at this bird, and what I wrote in my notes was, is Goku going fucking Super Saiyan because a bird died? <laughs> <laughs> he He holds this dead bird in his hands, and the seeming loss of his son and his friend and his other green friend. And, and this bird. And also this bird. Mm-hmm. It's uh, too much. All of whom were helpless and didn't do anything wrong. Triggers a change in Goku. Whoa. I just want to note that uh, as Goku's Jesus hands bring this bird back to life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What's up the, with that, that Super happens. Saiyan power? I thought only that, they could do that. He doesn't that occurs. use ever again. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he did give energy to Frieza when he was dying. That is true. I assume it's something similar. True. Hmm. There's, can- uh, there's canonical precedent. But the soundtrack was very funny to me because as his hand lifts up and the bird comes back to life, the lyric is so alive. <laughs> God. And it was just very well-timed. Well so done, good. music editors. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then <clears throat> Cooler notes that Goku is different. He's changed, which he says as the song Change by the Deftones plays in the background. <laughs> Excellent YouTube AMV. <laughs> What's best? Uh, Goku goes Super Saiyan, but for reals this time, and not like the last movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, He briefly tries to reason with Cooler, and tells him that he can't let him take his unhappiness out on others any longer. He goes full Bible camp counselor on this guy. (laughs) That's all I could think. Uh, Cooler is not in a talking mood, Mm -hmm. so Goku decides to play by his rules. He can't find Jesus. Uh, He gets punched in the gut, but doesn't move at all. Which makes Cooler realize that this is the guy who killed my brother. Oh no! Uh, so he uses a big key blast as a smokescreen so that he can very quickly gather up some energy for one of those big old world endy balls that he and his brother like to do. You want to know what that's called? Please. Please. The supernova. Yeah. Makes sense. Not mm. death supernova? No, they, they dropped the ball for this one. They restrained themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he throws it at Goku, and it begins to crush Goku into the earth, uh, and Cooler begins to monologue about how cool and awesome he is again. Yes. Uh, But eventually the Super Saiyan manages to push it back at its creator, and then pushes both of them away from the earth with the Kamehameha. Yeah! Back out into space, where they belong. As is tradition. And then it keeps pushing. It just keeps going. Cooler notices that he is headed for the sun and briefly considers just blowing that up so that all life on Earth will freeze out and die. That would be on brand, I think, for the family. But then he realizes that he's headed directly for it at a blistering speed. (laughs) Oh! Oh, no! Oh, no! (laughs) And he kind of gets smushed right up into it. He gets... Goku throws this man into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) He sure does. And he makes the funny face, so I'm really not sure how we get to the next Cooler movie. <laughs> uh, in his final moments, he remembers the day that he let Goku's pod get away. Oh no, that was him. I like how in an- all of anime, the sun is just full of fire. <laughs> There's yep. no other way to describe it. Have you seen those pictures of what the sun's surface looks like? No. It looks like peanut brittle. <laughs> Really? Yeah. 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 Basically. What, what a delicious fate. <laughs> <laughs> just just gets blasted into a pile of peanut brittle. <laughs> Maybe he's oh, allergic. He's, uh, he's allergic. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> oh no. It's becoming even it's becoming more and more like Homestuck with everything I watch. <laughs> 
That is a plot point in Homestuck. Somebody is assassinated by someone feeding them peanut peanut butter because they know they have a peanut allergy. <laughs> Amazing. Yep. And so Cooler makes his funny face, and the sun blows up, and everybody dies. Yay! Goku, no! How could oh, you? No. Oh no! Just, just kidding. It only blinked out for like a second. That's how it works. That's how stars work. Yeah. Uh, wait. And Goku... what, what exactly happened to the sun here? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing, I guess. In the needed end, needed to recalibrate its fusion output. I had to, I had to change the light bulb. Like I'm Did you try ah. turning it off and back on again? Yeah, just had to restart. <laughs> After an install. Uh, and Goku says, yes, I did it. With a little help from the sun. For the second movie in a row. <laughs> I get by with a little help from the sun. It appears that the moral of these feature films is let the sun do it. I feel like the sun is like, a, is like a steadfast ally in these. Like it's Piccolo, Tien, Go, uh, uh, Krillin, and the sun. Big orange. That's, big orange. <laughs> the sun is the last sea fighter. Big, <laughs> big peanut brittle. <laughs> uh, the heroes all regroup, but they don't see Piccolo anywhere. Oh, no. And some rubble nearby begins to move, so Krillin just assumes that's probably him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. He's always popping out of nowhere. Popping out of rocks. That Piccolo. Such a rascal. Mm. Unfortunately, it's Salza who has survived being crushed into a mountain. Oh, I no. forgot about that. <laughs> Literally, as my brain went, did Salza die? Where did Salza go? Like, <laughs> as I was watching, and then Salza, like, shows up. Uh, also, Icarus is in this group, yeah. so he did survive. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. No uh, dragons were harmed in the making of this film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Salsa prepares to attack the wounded warriors, but he is killed by an off-screen special beam cannon. Yep. <laughs> Who could Piccolo- that have come from? Piccolo does the biggest psych in this whole fucking series. <laughs> it's just like, haha, I'm here and I'll put you in the dirt. Bram! Through the chest. You think maybe he puts Salsa under that rubble just as like a fun prank? <laughs> <laughs> That's Piccolo's prank. They call him Prankalo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone does. It's uh, not me. Go- go- <laughs> <laughs> Gohan looks around, but Piccolo is literally nowhere to be seen. He, he evaporated. It's the wildest shit. <laughs> it's great. He's a true prankster. And then at a stream fucking somewhere. Somewhere Piccolo- in Nevada. <laughs> Piccolo takes a drink of water and then mugs for the camera. <laughs> Precious water of life. <laughs> uh, and then we get the credits. Set to more butt rock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just keeps going. Tarwin, tell me about this movie and tell me what it means <laughs> to you. Uh, I don't know. I just watched it a lot. Yeah. There's just something about it. Can't really put my finger on it. It's just... But it is imminently enjoyable, you, and solid. the soundtrack goes a lot of the way. <laughs> it really does a lot of the a lot of the legwork here. This to you, this movie, this movie is the refreshing water that a that a wounded <laughs> piccolo uh, scoops into his scoops into his mouth and go ah, uh-huh. I'm alive again. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm awake. <laughs> I feel great. <laughs> Uh, which is a shame because I don't feel this way about the next cooler movie. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Which I feel has a sharp drop in quality, but this one, pretty high up there in terms of the DBZ movies for me. Yeah. 
of what I've seen so far, definitely. We're gonna have to force rank these some bitches at some point. <laughs> There's so many. Uh, any other thoughts for Cooler's Revenge? This just really hit home for me. The the thing that Goku says pretty early on in the series of like, I'm no better than anybody else. <laughs> and I feel like he looks at his friends that way also mm-hmm. because they are on the same level as these forest animals. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm less angry about at him for how he acts at the end of Dragon Ball Z after watching this. At, in that context. As, as I have always said, he's at least he's consistent. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's very silly because it's like like this is a, a belief that he has that he sticks to through thick and thin. And it is admirable, and I think is what stops him from becoming a monster, despite his incredible power. But I think he takes it a little far. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, at a certain point, this objectively stops being true, Goku. Not to Goku. (laughs) But it's, you know, and you know These are all his friends. Yep, and you know what? I didn't master the Kaoken technique. (laughs) So, you know, it's, let's... Who are you to say? We'll take Goku's word for it. There, but for the grace of Goku, go I. <laughs> yep. And I, I do want to reiterate, even though it is pretty simple, I do think that they developed the family relationship of Cooler and Frieza pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it, it's, like they, it's economical. They have an understandable and relatable dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Economical storytelling. Yeah. Cooler yeah. is it's way fun. more than purple, grumpy Frieza. Purple yeah. or grumpy Frieza, and like there, there's, there's hinting at a history there too, because it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, Frieza was just an absolute, absolute nothing. I would have killed him myself. And it's less <laughs> about like, it's like, oh, you killed my brother who I love, and more, it's like, oh, you disgraced, you smudged my family's honor, and I just need to set the record straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are trying very, very hard to give King Cold more of a character, despite him basically <laughs> never being on screen. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Trying very hard. It's good content. It's good water. Yeah. Good movie. Good That's water. very good water. Good yeah. Water. Piccolo loves it. <laughs> he's, 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 he, he needs it. <laughs> uh, so how does Mr. Satan explain to King Furry <laughs> the sun going out? <laughs> very briefly. <laughs> uh, my daughter, my daughter wanted, really wanted to see a total eclipse of the sun, so <laughs> we figured it out. We 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 made a big like a bunch of satellites. We made them go over in front of the sun. You know, it's, maybe it was irresponsible, but I love my daughter so much, just so much. <laughs> Had you to chop to... those satellites into place one by one. Yeah. <laughs> Had to get in a spacesuit and dynamite kick all of them. <laughs> that works for me. That tracks. I'm sure King Furry knows by now that it's all bullshit, but he just. He has to have Mr. Satan say something for the cameras mm-hmm. for the sake of you know, public morale. It's the <laughs> either that or King Furry just doesn't have the object permanence. <laughs> that also could also pop. be the case. It's also, it's also possible. Do we want to touch on the fact that it was a bird that symbolically helped Goku? Yes, I wrote yes, that yes, down yes. and forgot to say it. <laughs> forgot to talk about it. Goku inherits the bird powers, a, a mere taste, just, just for a moment. Just, just for long enough. That was the Earth's true gift to him. I mean, in another lifetime. It impow- in, in the Trunks timeline. In this doomed timeline mm-hmm. that, has, that has not yet stopped twitching despite it already being dead. <laughs> God, it even fits the, the the dictionary definition of a doomed timeline too. The the 
the events that lead to its own existence have not come to pass. Mm-hmm. So it cannot exist and will soon be co- <laughs> and will soon be consumed by the universe. <laughs> God. Uh, Jason, do you happen to have a four-star reading? Yes. Um, I mean, y'all know what this is by now. I'm not going to explain it. We've got, though... You you got through... What is it? This must be 70 (laughs) episodes of this thing, and this is the only time you don't explain it? I need the ritual. Oh, the ritual. I need the the sameness. Okay. You know what? We're in need of of ritual right now. So, at the end of every episode, what we like to do is flip over to the horoscope section and take a birthday uh, derived from their manga debut date of various Dragon Ball Z characters and uh, read their read their sign, read their horoscope. What do we do? We give them uh, advice. We give mm-hmm. them insight. We give them wisdom. I've got great news. This could very well be a go- this could very well be a double. Oh, a double. Because we got we've got two cancers on deck. Oh, uh, we've got Cooler, and we've got Icarus. Whoa, Cooler with a birthday! <laughs> I was—I thought I was ready for anything. You were not, <laughs> sir. Listen, if it's the series wrap on Icarus, that's true. That's we gotta, true. we gotta send him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Listen, sir, you are not prepared for any of Jason's ships. That's true. <laughs> uh, mm. Oh, that's, um, that's, that got weird. Uh, <laughs> Icarus uh, has a uh, movie debut date of July 7th, 1990. And Cooler has a movie debut date of July 20th, 1991. So a pair of summer blockbusters are these two. Wait. Yes? Cooler has my birthday. What? (laughs) Happy birthday to Cooler. Cooler is one year older than me exactly. (laughs) Wow. Amazing. Wow. (laughs) Amazing. So cool. Lur. Er. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. So... So, uh, That's so, so, so technically, this is a this is, tri- is a three way reading. We're triple dipping. Oh god! So I have to. Oh boy! <laughs> triple scoop I, of horoscope. I better buckle up here. It's a horoscope. Uh, all right. Ah. So, Cooler, Icarus, and Dave. This is your reading. Today, you might feel especially intellectually and creatively inspired, and you should discuss what's on your mind with your peers. This could open new. I mean, checked. <laughs> this could open new doors for you and result in some fascinating insights concerning whatever you're pursuing at this time. Check. In the course of these talks, don't be surprised if one of your friends uh, lends you a sympathetic ear. Enjoy your day. <laughs> but at the end of it, the horoscope just says, enjoy, enjoy your, day. your day. Yeah, enjoy it. Check, 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 and check for me. Yeah, we're here for you, Dave. Yeah, we got you. It's it's nothing but positive things. I, I just have to sit here and just know that Jay is right 100% of the time. <laughs> or I guess it's not you, it's the stars that are right, always. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the stars. Yeah. yeah. Well, alright, you know, cheers, it, Cooler. How awkward is it that, Cooler's, that Cooler has a sun sign and that is, in fact, the way he went out? Oof. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> How about that? Yes, he's so both what? a Cancer Sun and a Cancer Rising. Oops. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
were, what were you gonna say, Dave? I'm just, I just wanted to let everybody know that uh, uh, <laughs> I was informed that a friend of a friend uh, said, like, tell Dave I've missed destructive discourse now that it's all over. And I was able to immediately say, well, we're doing Cooler's Revenge tomorrow, so... <laughs> so. See, folks, this is what happens if there's a month between recordings. The 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 goof the goofy just gets pent up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shout out to you, Liz. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening again. I appreciate everyone who tunes into this show whenever we put it out now. Yeah. Uh, we will be back again soon with another movie. Uh, but until then... Uh, Dave, what would you like the Franz to know? Uh, well, I guess I can tell the Franz that um, I can be found at uh, Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own, and new content is happening. Ooh. It's uh, exciting. A, a thing will be officially posted by the end of the week, I think, that uh, I'm very, very happy about and very excited about. Yay. Awesome. And Aaron? I don't do anything. You're all <laughs> caught up on my content. Congratulations. And everything is... <laughs> We're up. Everything is still the same that it was last month. We are month. up to date on the Aaron canon. <laughs> <laughs> I do do things, just not on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not for anyone else's consumption. Right, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the only way to really live your life. Hey, Jason, hey. what do you do that people can consume? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, well, you can find me on the internet uh, under the name Jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S, and that leads me to my Twitter, leads me to my Instagram, and that also leads me to my Twitch.tv, where you can usually find me streaming on Wednesday evenings, sometimes in the company of Aaron. Ah! Fooled <laughs> yeah, done, I do do we, that. <laughs> we do, um, we've done Dragon Ball Xenoverse, we're gonna get into Xenoverse too, not too, not too much time from now. Uh, we've been doing some weird iPad gotcha games. They're so fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Look forward to you. Look forward to you, you Duel Links, because I've I've Ooh. just downloaded. I have not cracked that one open yet, and I am excited. Oh, I'm so excited! Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at destructo underscore disc d i s c. Pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, which is still running, and are still welcome to join to talk about the series as a whole or any other miscellaneous things that you enjoy. And we also accept emails to destructodiscourse at gmail.com. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's all the stuff that I remember to say. <laughs> four, four stars? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Need, Please give us a four-star rating. We gotta but have why? Gohan. On your podcast service of choice. For Gohan and the four-star Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. The most iconic of them all. Wow. The Gohan, give us that. Is that how that line goes? Give, give that <laughs> us. Give it to us. Yes. Go, go on. Go, please, go on, please. Go <laughs> on, please. That's how it is. <laughs> it is not a successful marketing decision, but it is a symbolic one. And I appreciate you everyone. Know, I mean, who we're, has... we're into it for a lot of sunk cost fallacy at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, and I appreciate everyone who has uh, humored my foolish decision. Um, oh, I've got a, I've got a sign off. Please. Uh, this has been Destructo Discourse, and we're just getting cooled off. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Thank you.